0: as we share in this thought that we're beginning over these next few weeks, how the Lord God has called us as trustees of His kingdom. And what that means then as a trustee of of the kingdom is that He puts into our hands that which is His, that we might manage, steward all of that which is of His kingdom for His praise and the glory and the well-being of others. This idea of being a trustee of the Lord is locked into a a relationship because of Jesus. We belong to him because he's called us into his kingdom. He is worthy of the trust of his people, even unto salvation, life eternally. And so he trusts us also that in these days we'll manage, we'll be his trustees with what he gives to us now in life managing life and all of its resources as he's called us to. Jesus finds us trustworthy of his kingdom. I hope you had a chance to to think about that a little bit this last week. I'm a trustee of the Lord. He entrusts me with his kingdom's blessings. And so he finds me trustworthy because of who he's made me as a new child of, of his. That's a marvelous thought, isn't it? Truth. It's an incredibly deep responsibility that we've been given. But what an honor Hmm. and a privilege that we've been given to be called a trustee of the Lord. My trust is an expression of who I am in Christ. His brother or his sister. As he empowers me to do what I'm called to do. As his trustee. It's simply his life being lived out in me as I manage life and all of its resources to the glory of our God and his kingdom. So, as a trustee, I'm entrusted with a large number of blessings to manage. Let's talk about that today. Let's investigate that a little bit. What's in this bag of blessings that the Lord God has given me? When you see a bag like that, what do you think of? Christmas, right? Or particularly a person of Christmas. I'll say St. Nicholas. Okay, but yeah, we, 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 think, we think of gifts, right? Bags that are loaded with gifts that are dispersed and given out, right? And, and, and in our relationships with one another, we disperse and dispense these gifts because we love one another. We care for each other. We want to express that joy and gladness of being in a relationship with another person through these gifts. The Lord God has bagfuls of gifts that he dispenses. He doles out for us as his trustees. And we're honored and privileged with these gifts that are meant to be used for him. In Matthew chapter 25 we hear this context of what Jesus is talking about with his disciples concerning gifts that are given out, dispensed, and called to be used then by, uh, by these, this master's servants. Now Jesus is preparing his disciples. Uh, he's, he's leading them to Jerusalem in this account of Matthew's Gospel. And he's preparing them for not only his crucifixion and resurrection... But he's also preparing them for when he ascends back into heaven and sends his spirit of how their lives are called to be lived as his disciples. Kingdom people. Followers of Jesus Christ. Men and women like you and me. People who love the Lord because he's first loved us and and celebrate that life in the kingdom as his trustees. So Jesus is speaking in this context. Here's how now belong to me in my kingdom and follow in my ways, how it's reflected in your life when these bag full of goodies are given to you. He says, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted. He entrusted to them. We're in a relationship. I trust you. You trust me. And so here's what I'm calling you to do. I'm entrusting you with what I want to give you. And what he gives is, and the English puts it this way, his wealth. And, and the English goes on in the translation to use like these bags of gold. Some of you will know this as the parable of the talents, right? Okay? Uh, and it's not talents like, like uh, song and dance kind of stuff. or tap, Talents in the Greek has the idea of something that is weighted out, measurable and then dispersed. So the idea here is of that kind of a, a tool uh, of, of weights and measures that uh would, would balance then the scale. And and as we're we're hearing that this master entrusts to his servants his wealth, his talents, he's using these kinds of ideas of 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 weights that are representative of his kingdom. Of all that he owns and of what he's giving out. So he dispenses his weights of his kingdom to his, to his servants. And he gives each according to their ability. So the master knows already in advance what they're able to do. What they're able to do. Not necessarily what they're going to do, but what they're able to do. And so he, he knows in their heart, and in their, their mind, their activity, their life. Here, here's five talents for you. And here, here's two for you. I know your ability. You can handle that. And you you get one. I know your ability too. And he dispenses then the blessings of his kingdom out to his servants. Because they're in a relationship with their, their master. He knows them and loves them and cares for them. He entrusts to them that which he wants to be put to work in their lives so that when he returns, his kingdom is blessed. And so this trust relationship now is lived out. But what we see is that that chain is broken, at least for one, isn't it? The one with five, he puts to work. By, we would say by faith, and through, by the grace of Jesus in his life, empowering him, putting to work that which has been entrusted into his life. And he, he uh, comes back to the master with five more talents. And the, uh, the one with two, same thing, only with two talents. But the one... Well, where's he been? Huh. Maybe he's like me New. you. I only get one. Hmm. Why do they get two? Why does he get five? Well, I'm just going to do nothing then, right? And we end up into that covetousness kind of trap that if I don't get what everybody else has, then I'm not going to do anything with it. Or maybe we find ourselves wrestling with I just don't know what to do with this. And I'm kind of afraid to risk. Because what if I lose in this risk? And then what's the master going to do with me? I'll just bury it. Now, that's not pleasing to this master or to the God of the kingdom. Sometimes we get lost in all of this as well. Lost because I've failed before. I don't want to fail again. And we find ourselves lost in this kind of paralyzing grip of the unknown. And so while we're pondering what to do and time marches on, pretty soon the master returns. We've done nothing because we've been lost in this self-doubt and wondering, of well, what does the Lord really want me to do? What does my master really want me to do? And there's one word that Jesus speaks to his disciples about that kind of attitude. Throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Remember last week when we talked about how there's an accountability that we have to the master, to our saving God. That when he entrusts us with the blessings of his kingdom, he's expecting us because he trusts us to then put this to, to work in managing life and all of its resources, to his glory and praise. And there's an accountability that he brings us into with him. And that accountability also then has the expectation that something for my kingdom is going to be happening here. Let me work in you for that purpose. But if you reject that, if you break the chain, if you break this trust, what choice do I have? I've got to remove you from me and take away all that I've given you because you've rejected my calling of being a trustee of my kingdom in you if you go back to Jesus baptism when he was washed for the inauguration of his messianic ministry when when the father spoke from heaven at that moment and said this is my son I love him listen to him I'm well pleased with him. And the Spirit came down and alighted on him like a dove. Jesus began that journey of his messianic ministry then to bring to fulfillment and completion, ultimately, that which we cannot. And when Jesus was baptized and brought into that messianic ministry, the Father already knew, this is my Son, I love Him, I'm well pleased with Him, listen to Him, because Jesus would bring to fulfillment and completion the management of all that he had been entrusted with as the Son of God made flesh among us for our salvation and for much more. Not just saving us from the forgi- in the forgiveness of our sins, which is critical and paramount that we would be claimed then as people in the kingdom, but to empower us and entrust us then with that which is of his kingdom, that we would be his people brought into that chain, that link, In the kingdom, trusted with the very blessings of our Heavenly Father. And that same spirit that alighted on Jesus came into Bradley's and Braden's life today. It came into your life and your baptism. It empowers us each and every day as we're remembering those promises of the Lord brought in by grace through faith into the kingdom. Those promises that were breathed in us live within us to be now as Christ the Lord, faithful with all the bag of goodies, the gifts that the Lord God has given us as trustees in his kingdom. (laughs) What are some of those talents, those weights, those blessings of the kingdom that are gifted to us? We're familiar with them in this sense, those three T's, right, time, talents, and treasures, and, and that's been a... Uh, kind of a helpful tool for us, as people, to grasp maybe the totality of what we're blessed with. But it's much more than than that. Time, talents, and treasures is 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 part of that. Trying to encapsulate all that the blessings are, but Paul, the apostle, and Peter today, and th- those, by the way, are the symbols for those apostles. Peter, as uh, Jesus spoke about the kingdom of the the the, king, uh, uh, the office of the keys of, of forgiveness. A kingdom unlocked or if somebody's unrepentant, the kingdom is locked. That's a symbol for, for Peter. And the other one, the sword, is the power of the word of God. Cuts like a sword as uh, Paul would proclaim the gospel to us, the Gentiles. They both were given by the Spirit words to express this bag of goodies that we've been given. Peter proclaimed a word that was an overall truth for all of us. An, an, an overall truth... That speaks of the kingdom to all of us. And it's, he says this, Use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of the Lord God's grace in its various forms. Broad and general. That our lives uh, emulate that servant-like attitude of Jesus as we live out the good news from our hearts and lives of Jesus Christ. For all people. To love as the Lord God loves us unconditionally for the purpose of change unto eternity. But Paul gets a little bit more specific as as we get to Paul. uh, I'm sorry, let me me back up. And and Peter, as he unfolds this uh, blessing of serving for all, gives to us some specifics. Like, pray for each other. You heard Noah talk about that. read that this morning. We pray for each other. We love each other. We offer hospitality. We speak the very words of the Lord God. We serve. Those are general, overall gifts that we've been given and blessed with in the kingdom. Uh, You might add to that, as I shared with the young men today, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, love, patience, peace, kindness. Okay, We all have that. But there's some other very specific gifts that are now able to be managed as trustees that Paul talks about. A specific truth that is spoken to all, but it's specific for some who've been given these gifts, brothers. I want uh, now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters. I do not want you to be uninformed. No, Paul is talking about spiritual gifts here that are unique and that really speak to, really speak to the parable of the talents today. Some get five, or. Are blessed with this. Some are blessed with this, as Jesus says, too. And some are blessed with this. And that's how I want this to be in the disbursement of my gifts in my kingdom. You're not to quarrel and argue and think better of one another in, 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 certain, in, in these cases. You're, you're, you're to exercise them again for the blessing of my kingdom. Now, you know that we as a congregation have begun a journey of exploring, uh, addressing, uh, and, and discovering for the sake of implementing the spiritual gifts that God has blessed us with. And each one of you are blessed with at least one spiritual gift, maybe more than one, and maybe quite a few. It's our responsibility, it's my responsibility as your pastor to help you discover unpack and implement those spiritual gifts as you've been blessed with them to the glory of our God. Paul talks about, like, talks about it like this to the church in, in Ephesus. It's the call of the pastors to equip the saints. And part of that is your discovering then of spiritual gifts. And we've got two among us who have been working on that. Scott and Sue, who have been working on putting together a particular ministry from the direction of our our elders and our servant leadership council that we would then present to you, and we're going to be doing this in the spring, so that we might discover, unpack, implement the gifts that the Lord has given us. About the gifts of the Spirit. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, everyone in everyone is the same God at work. So for us to be able to discover it and then implement this is going to see the same God, our saving God, the master at work in each one of us in the way that he sees fit for his praise and glory as he uses us as his trustees in that bag of of goodies of his kingdom, blessings and gifts that he empowers and strengthens us with as he sees fit because he's brought us into a relationship for, for eternity with him as trustees, managers of life and all of its resources as the Lord gives. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessing of your word today that brings us into these, these truths of who we are as trustees of your kingdom and your, your blessings And as these blessings unfold in our lives, and as we're given particular opportunities to to, um, understand and and discover and then unpack and implement, particularly, some special, unique spiritual gifts, but even as those gifts of the spirit of of love and, and kindness and gentleness and patience and praying for each other and offering hospitality, as those are known among us, Father, too, be praised and glorified. Open our hearts. Open our minds to receive that which you give to us, not about us, not about ourselves, but about you living in us so that your kingdom is, well, your kingdom is magnified, that more and more people are connected to Jesus, that we who are your trustees share that life and love of Jesus Christ with all as you've called us to. And Father, we'll give you the thanks. We want to honor your name, that name that is above all names, Jesus, our Savior. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. May the peace of God that passes our understanding. Friends, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. May you be embraced in the truth of a trustee of the kingdom and continue to grow and discover those many blessings that the Lord God gives in his name.